If your team got guaranteed money, tell them call me. Whoop. Make me say, ma, ma, ma. I done been around the world. Yeah, I was made for this. Player Performance with J.A. Cavalier. Welcome to Player Performance NFL Preseason Week 2. I am J.A. Cavalier, the most respected figure in sports information. Joined, as always, by Tessa Hall and Big Mike from the group home, giving you all the information needed to beat the books. We'll get right into Preseason Week 2 in just a second. But first, let's recap last week with Tessa Hall. Back it up. One more time. All right, let's see that again. This is your recap for Preseason Week 1. The Pats are jonesing for the future after a dub and strong showing from Mac Jones. Fly, Eagles fly, straight into the turf after an abysmal defensive showing. The Falcons sucked last year. They may just suck again this year. First bad beat of the season belongs to Detroit. Hopefully you rolled with Buffalo. No Dak? Big problems. The Dallas offense is lost again. Justin Fields looked like a star in his first start, outdueling Tua in Chicago. The Broncos, yes, the Broncos racked up 33 points in Week 1 and win. The Saints are without Drew Brees, and the losses are already piling up. Nine throws in Week 1, and the Jags are already treating Trevor Lawrence like a star. SB champs fell flat against Cincy in their return to the turf. In a battle of New York, 21 points were scored, and TVs were turned off by half. Houston is dysfunctional, but so is Green Bay, catapulting the Texans to a win. Chiefs' 49ers showdown was more about Trey Lance and 35 completion percentage. The Nathan Peterman show produced 246 yards and 20 points for Vegas. If Herbert isn't the guy in L.A., Easton Stick may steal his job after a big win. The XFL star P.J. Walker might just push Sam Darnold out in Carolina after an impressive debut. That's your recap for preseason week one. Thank you, Tessa. Welcome back. Welcome back to you, Big Mike. How was your offseason? Offseason was great. Had a great time with the family, went traveling, ended up going to Honolulu, Hawaii, then jetted over to Vegas. And then did another small vacation uh, in Ocean City, Maryland. For me, the girls ended up going to Croatia. Me and the boy actually stayed home. I'm not traveling just yet with COVID still going on. Not, not until I, I get my microchip. <laughs> <laughs> and, and just to let you know, I do have my microchip. You, you've been microchipped, right? Both, both. Yeah, I call it a Mikey chip. Both doses? Yes, well, I'm glad you had an off season. We're back now, ready to roll this year. And of course, a very special welcome back to those who matter most, you guys, the fans. The reason we do this in the first place, look, we started this midway through last season, not really knowing what this could become, no real direction with it. And it really just took a life of its own. Uh, the response has been overwhelming. Because of you, it really got legs. Approaching 9,000 subscribers now, three new sponsorships, affiliate talks in the works this is all because of you guys we appreciate all the love we welcome the hate and the trolls as well <laughs> well but no, no but, but we mostly appreciate the love all right here we go without further ado here it is we are locked we are loaded we are ready to roll so many of you have been waiting to hear me say that right into nfl preseason week two big mike tee it up bills and bears Bills at the Bears. Chicago is minus four and a half. The total is 38 and a half. Jay, the Bills are clearly the better team. Chicago has more to play for. Who do you like? Now, early there's been a ton of movement on this game. Line opened at Chicago plus one. Early steam took it to the Bears lane two and a half. And since it's gone up to four and a half, I like the Bears in this spot. See, for me, this is a situational play. 
There's a legit quarterback battle going on, and Andy Dalton knows that he has to perform at a high level to fend off Justin Fields. I mean, in fact, no quarterback in the NFL is going to be under more pressure this season. With every incompletion, with every interception, Bears fans are going to be calling for Justin. And why not? I mean, Justin Fields tore it up in his preseason debut. Granted, Mike, he started slow, and the Bears didn't pick up a first down into the last drive of the first half, but then it all seemed to click. 14 of 20, 142 yards and a touchdown, made good decisions, moved around in the pocket. For But for me, it really came down to two plays. Two plays really told the story. And both in the third quarter, both on drives that led for touchdowns, a deep pass to Adams, a 21-yard run. Watching that run told me what I already suspected. The kid is special. He's just built different. I said Fields was the best quarterback in this draft, just as I said Josh Allen was the best in his draft and Herbert was the best last year. Nothing I've heard or nothing I've seen leads me to believe that I'm not going to be 3-0 and on my quarterback predictions. Uh, speaking of Josh Allen, there's really nothing for Buffalo pl- to play for in this, right? Allen's going to start. They brought in Chabrisky to back him up, and there's a battle between Fromm and Davis Webb for third spot. Great. I mean, with Fields and Dalton taking most of the snaps, most of the reps this week, I find true value in the Bears here. I also think Chicago could take advantage of the Bills' defense, a defense that allowed 23 points per game and was ranked 16th overall in the league last year. General rule to betting preseason is to target the teams that need reps to gain spots. Give me the Bears to win this one by a touchdown or better. Jay, I have this question for you, though. Do you think Matt Nagy should tell Fields to pipe it down a little bit on some of the comments, such as the game seems slow, just not to piss off defenses this early? He's only started. I mean, he's only been in one preseason game. Now, I think um, everybody's making way too much about this. For me, absolutely not. I mean, it's cliche, but it really did seem like the game slowed down for him on on that last drive of the first half. Now, if you want er anybody to be arrogant, anybody to be confident, you want it from any player on the field, you want it from your starting quarterback. The great ones are cocky. There's a certain arrogance to Tom Brady, right? I mean, Rodgers is arrogant. You want your quarterback stepping on the field, feeling like he's the best player on the field at all times, no matter who he's facing. Now, I, I agree with that, but do, do you feel that, though, it's a little too early for him to get either cocky, arrogant, or whatever. No, listen, listen, you don't want want him talking trash. You don't want him calling people out, but you want him confident, and confidence as a quarterback is a plus. See, it's like me when I talk about other cappers. I don't single anybody out. I don't talk trash. I'm just better than everyone else. I know it. They know it. And basically, (laughs) it breathes through everything I say. Fair (laughs) enough. Fair enough. Jets at Packers. Jets at the Packers. The Jets are minus two. The total is 31 and a half. Does this line surprise you at all, Jay? Um, The only thing that really surprises me here is that the Jets won a football game last week. Now, look, (laughs) I don't really know if it was the Jets' defense as much as it was the Giants' lack of offense. But they did look good under Robert Sala. Not a surprise. Everyone loves Sala. Um, Can they do it two weeks in a row? I'm not really sure. But what I do know is every time Rodgers talks to the media, he creates more of a distraction. And that can't be good for the Packers. That can't be good for Jordan Love. Although I will say that Jordan Love was impressive last week. 12 of 17, 122 yards and a touchdown. He should continue to grow. He's been getting most of the reps. I mean, a ton of reps in Rodgers' absence. 
Zach Wilson also looked good. This week will actually be the eye test. I expect playtime to increase for both. I'm not in love with the game itself either way. As far as Vegas is concerned, um, the tickets seem to be split, but 80% of the money has come in on the Jets, and there's been some early steam here on the Jets as well. But for me, this game is a hard pass. Quick question. Do you think this uh, saga with Aaron Rodgers is going to carry over into the season? I mean, he's a professional. You're talking about the reigning MVP. I don't see it going any further than than what it's already become. Falcons at Dolphins. Falcons at Dolphins. Miami minus five. The total is 37. Is the under the number you look at here after seeing how these offenses performed in week one? All right. So Tua did basically what Tua does, right? He looked really good, moved around in the pocket, made some plays, drove Miami down the field. And then he threw the ball into traffic in the end zone for a pick. See, this is why I bet the Dolphins team total under nine this season. And it's a shame. I mean, they loaded up at the receiver spot, brought in some running backs. The defense is as good as advertised. But two is not the answer. Remember, Dolphins team total under nine wins. Now, for this game, the Falcons came out incredibly flat in their first game, you know, with Arthur Smith as the head coach. And they really looked like a team no different than they did last year, which is incredibly disappointing. Um, I do agree. I lean heavy on the under here. Considering neither of these offenses did much in week one, Matt Ryan isn't going to get much play here. He's not going to play more than a drive or two. McCarron and Franks combined for just seven completions, 52 total passing yards. These two guys aren't going to dazzle us against a good Miami defense. Now, on the other side, again, Tua is Tua. Jacoby Brissett looked good, and I believe at some point he's going to be the starting quarterback this season. Doesn't really get himself in trouble, doesn't take too many chances, and maybe that's exactly what the Dolphins need, right? I mean, Super Bowls have been won with less. I mean, speaking of Super Bowls, the Ravens with Dilfer, your squad, Mike. Um, True. (laughs) Now, when, when you have a defense as talented as the Ravens did, as talented as Miami does now, a game manager isn't a bad thing to have. Bottom line, I expect both offenses to struggle. Give me the under 37 in this one. Jay, quick question. Do you have an opinion on Miami at home? I like Miami at home just because of the fact that they're used to the heat and humidity down there. Do you think I can get the cover in this one? You know, that's one thing when I first moved to move down here, everybody said the same thing. Ah, you get used to the heat. You get used to the humidity. No one is used to the heat and humidity here in Miami. I walked out <laughs> my house yesterday and I live on the water. So it should be a little cooler. It's like breathing through a straw. You immediately immediately start to sweat. It's like when you take a hot shower, you come out of the shower and you're like in a sauna and you're still dripping. That's what happens as soon as you walk outside your house. Right. And I breathe through a straw like Saturday nights when I'm seeing how my games do. (laughs) Literally breathing through a straw. Ravens at Panthers. Ravens at the Panthers. Baltimore is minus three and a half. The total is 35. Hey, Jay, without McSorley, is a quarterback play the deciding factor in the bet here? 
Now, I'm, I'm going to talk about this game, but then I really can't wait to hear what you have to say. I, I know you're going to be on the opposite side of me in this one, but I'm going to say, listen, 100%. <laughs> the Ravens quarterback depth took a big blow last week. I mean, Trace McSorley threw out his back trying to pick up a box after last week's game. And no, guys, I'm not kidding. Picking up a box after the game. <laughs> now, that does leave huge opportunity for Tyler Huntley. I mean, Huntley looked good last week, 12 of 16, 79 yards. But Hundley isn't someone who really scares you, right? And Lamar might play a drive or two, but the Ravens rely much more on his legs than his arms. Um, the risk outweighs the reward, especially in a preseason game. So I can't see him getting any real reps. For Carolina, they, they could roll out Darnold for a few drives. Um, P.J. Walker should take most of the snaps. He's in a battle right now with ex-Florida West Virginia quarterback Will Greer. Both are talented enough to do damage to second and third stringers. And P.J. Walker is a fucking beast. Not only is P.J. Walker better than Greer, but he can seriously challenge Darnold for the starting spot. He was impressive in some spot play last season, but he's picked up right where he left off. 161 yards and a score through the air last week. Also, Big addition, Chubba Herbert. He racked up 80 yards in his debut. Carolina is going to be sneaky good on the offensive side of the ball. I see the Panthers putting up points in this one. And though I'm not really a big fan of going against the streak, I really can't pass up the three and a half in this game. Carolina's quarterback depth, Baltimore's lack of quarterback depth. Give me the Panthers plus the three and a half. Well, 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 I'll just have to tell you, I'll take the Ravens in this one and I'll buy it down to three. Just for the fact that Harbaugh loves winning, and you know that as well as I do. You're a stat guy, 18 straight preseason wins, me and everybody else. I think we're going to be on this game. And I'm very surprised you're going against the stats and trends. And by the way, this Chubba Hubbard sounds like a great burger. He's an Oklahoma State running back uh, from um, from Canada. The kid is an absolute beast. I mean, I mean, granted, he played in the Big 12, and that's not saying much. I mean, the lack of defense in the conference. But the kid really is a beast. And I mean, when you think of the backfield, and the, the perfect thing about Chubba Hubbard is he does exactly what McCaffrey does. So you you have a two-headed monster in the backfield. They loaded up on receiver. So the only real question out there for this offense is going to be the line play a little bit and Sam Donald. And if it's not Sam Donald, then I do see P.J. Walker stepping in at some point. But this is kind of uh, Sam Donald's swan-, swan song, isn't it? He gets a chance here. He performs at a high level. He gets to uh, shit all over the jet- uh, Jets. If not, you know what? Then, then they look smarter than everybody else. True. Now, but let me ask you this, though. Do you think the line, then it's minus three and a half just because of the 18th straight? Well, I think I think it has everything to do with the 18th straight. And guys, listen, I'm, I'm going to put this out there right now. I, I don't believe in going against streaks. I've, I've said this a thousand times. You usually go with the run as opposed to going against the run. And the reason for that is your fall from going with the run is a lot shorter than your fall from going against the run. You go against the run and you can just keep falling. You go, you go with the run, and even if you lose that next play, you know what? You only have a short distance to fall. You can fall for that one game. But here's the difference. That run has been winning those particular games. That streak could still stay alive with a two, three-point win here. 
Correct. So I'm not really going against that run. I'm looking for value. I'm looking for value on the card. And there is a lot of value with the quarterback depth of the Carolina Panthers. That three plus, you know what? That that half number is huge in this game. Now, if this line was one or two, I might think, you know, I might think otherwise, or I might stay off of it. But catching a field better than a field goal in this game. I'm actually big on this play. This might be my my favorite preseason game of the week. And also, just to say, that's why I'm buying the half, because that half is a big factor. Well, if you really feel, feel that you have to buy the half down to three, then why not just play uh, the Ravens' money line? And, and last I looked, that number wasn't all that fat. I think it was, what was it, about minus 175, something like yeah, that? Yeah, 175 is, is a, a much easier pill to swallow. I, I know a lot of people talk about value and CLM and closing line, uh, CLV and closing line value, but there's value in money line plays, even at $1.50, $1.60, $1.70. Now, I'm not like some of these cappers that are going to start laying 300 350 <laughs> Right, I'm, exactly. I'm never I will never swim into those waters. But if I catch a solid play in something I truly believe in, and I love the situation, and I love the spot for a particular team, even if they're laying a buck fifty, buck sixty, buck seventy, and there's true value in there, listen, I'm going to play it, and I'm going to play it all day long. I'm not scared of a little bit of it. I hear you. Colts at Vikings. Colts at the Vikings. Minnesota's minus two and a half. The total is thirty-seven and a half. Jay, would you bet on the road dog here after seeing what Minnesota did last week? I actually love this game. This is my first monster play of the football season. A 50-unit monster on the winner of the Minnesota Vikings-Indianapolis Colts. I'm going to roll on this game big. My clients are moving 10 times their top play on this game. You can double your bankroll immediately out the shoe. Guys, just $299. Get the winner of the Minnesota Vikings-Indianapolis Colts. A 50-unit monster. You can double, triple, quadruple your investment immediately out the shoe with this game my first major move in the of the football season get to whylose.com that's the letter y l o s e.com pick up the 50 star monster for just $299 i'll also put the link in the description below guys again get to whylose.com that's the letter y l o s e.com you do not want to miss this game you can move 2 5 10 20,000 on this play this week my first major move of the football season get to whylose.com right now giants at browns this moves us to sunday the giants at the browns cleveland is minus five and a half the total is 35 and a half jay are you trusting in cleveland to win at home by a touchdown or are you interested in the total in this one now there's been a ton of action on this total so far five alerts over the last two days and all pointing under the posted total both steam and reverse line movements the total opened at 37 points and shifted massively to 35 and a half it tells us that the sharp money really likes the under and they do have a point the browns did put on a good show last week but that was 23 points against a bad jaguar defense the giants were silenced on offense and to be honest i really didn't like what i saw from the Giants reserves. I I don't see that getting any better here this week, especially against the deep Browns defense. Six is way too much for me to lay here in a preseason game. The only play I see is under the posted total. Look, Mike Lennon would have to come out and have the game of his life to even threaten me over. And let's let's face it, that's not fucking happening. I see this as a tight defensive battle. I'm going to ride with the sharp money and go under the posted total. 
Jay, in this one, I'll go with Cleveland minus the five and a half. And let me just ask you this. Do you think Baker can lead this team to the promised land this year? Well, this is the season, right? I mean, he's really fresh out of excuses. OBJ back healthy. And if you really look around the NFL, you know, I argue that this is top to bottom the best roster in the league. So basically, it's a big put up or shut up year for him. It is 100% his put up or shut up year. You know, Baker's kind of that odd quarterback. He comes out, he looks bad. He comes out and he looks good. He comes out and he looks bad and he makes boneheaded plays. And then there's a game or two where he puts it all together and he looks like a top 10 quarterback. And this is happening on, on almost like every other mm-hmm. week. You, you don't know what Baker you're going to get. It's it's Baker is is exactly Jekyll and Hyde. Well, we're going to see. He has 17 games to prove himself, but then he has two against the Ravens, so that's 0-2. But anyway, that's for another time. (laughs) Anyway, you can sneak in the Ravens and do so. (laughs) Jaguars at Saints. Monday night football, Jacksonville at the Saints. New Orleans minus four. The total's 38 and a half. Jay, do you trust the young guns in Jacksonville, or will the battle in NOLA Provide more firepower. New Orleans. Uh, listen, the most interesting quarterback battle right now in the NFL is Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston. Hill got the start in week one, but it was actually Jameis that led the Saints down for, on two scoring drives. Here in week two, I actually expect the battle for the Saints to heat up. Uh, for the Jaguars, it's just kind of simple. It's all about Trevor Lawrence. Trevor threw just nine passes for 71 yards last week. He did struggle a little, and that's as expected. Um, he held the ball a little bit long, which I, I really need to see him get rid of it a lot sooner. But the only way you get over these things is reps. Uh, Lawrence should see a lot more playing time in this one. Spotlight game, Monday night. I do love this play. I actually, I'm locked in already. I have the game. I have the total. I have the parlay winner. Get to whylose.com right now. That's the letter Y, L-O-S-E.com. That's right. Jacksonville Jaguars, New Orleans Saints, Monday night preseason game of the year. Get the game. Get the total. Get the parlay winner. We have day, week, month season passes available. That's whylose.com. The letter Y, L-O-S-E.com. Link also in the description below. Guys, just like Jay just said, let's have a great football season this year. Go over to whylose.com. That's the letter Y, L-O-S-E. Well, Big Mike, it's a pleasure. Glad to be back here. Guys, that's our show for NFL Preseason Week 2. We'll see you guys back here as we break down NFL Preseason Week 3, the final preseason week. We'll also have a couple of college plays, some bonus college plays for you guys next week. For Tessa Hall, for Big Mike from the group home, I am J.A. Cavalier. Right back here next week. Until then, remember... Day, week, month, and season packages available on whylose.com. That's the letter Y, L-O-S-E dot com.